I th- I agree with you, Jerry. In general, from what you were saying before, I mean, I think it is. I I wonder. I mean, is it just because we talk about our industry the way we do? I mean, is it what we call ourselves on Manus Futures, trend followers? Or, I mean, I know trend following is a good word because that's what we do, but I, I'm sure you remember that there were times when, when people were kind of changing the narrative around what they were doing, certainly in the 90s when when there weren't when when CTAs weren't we weren't doing so well back in '94 and people were more well maybe we should call ourselves a hedge fund and then they were talking about that and and then they went back to to the term CTA and uh, and um, I wonder I mean what what if we were just talking about what we do as a long short portfolio um, you know long short equity seems to be pretty popular and and maybe we're just long short futures I I, I but I agree with Jerry I mean what we do should be applied to a much larger part of the portfolio and we shouldn't be fighting over can we get into a five percent allocation and then people expect us to do any meaningful uh you know protection uh or non-correlation uh for the 95 percent i mean it's kind of ridiculous really um and this is goes back to this point about you know are people over diversifying to some extent since they're only willing to put five percent allocation in in this space um i don't know any thoughts a lot of thoughts one of the things that um i find is that uh, in our mutual fund we are used by other rias who are trend following the equities and bonds uh, for their clients they allocate five or ten percent to chesapeake for the alt piece which is silly, you know. I mean, uh, here I am stuck with five or ten percent, and these young guys starting up a business. They, you know, trend following is good. It's accessible. It's a way to get your hands around the risk and uh, keep clients from losing too much money. And so they are managing ninety percent of the assets with a trend following methodology. You know, equities long only probably, uh, and uh, cash ETFs or whatever, and then allocating to the Trend following expert five or ten percent. So how do we get in this situation? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's it, somebody uh, in their late eighties came up with an idea of the efficient portfolio by saying, um, "Here's what happens when you add five or ten percent of CTAs to the bonds and stock portfolio, and it you create this efficient frontier." And then we just haven't stopped saying that regardless of how it hasn't worked. yeah. And no one said, well, what if we trend followed the stocks and the bonds and added crisis alpha there? Mm. And then we threw in a few currencies and commodities as well for more diversification. Is that something that would even be better? Um, it's an irrational desire to have 80% stocks in your portfolio. I get it, but it's also kind of, not that smart to refuse to play along, at least with one of your programs or funds. You say, okay, if that's what you guys want, I'll do the best I can with that. But to give me this dysfunctional portfolio of passive longs in the stock market that is going to usually be about an 8% average return and a possible 50% drawdown, and then say, here's 5 or 10% of your uh, for your program, can you provide crisis alpha? It, that makes no sense to anyone. No, no. But may, maybe it's just this human bias that nobody wants to be, 
you know, failing uh, unconventionally, they would rather fail conventionally. And so if everyone else is down that month, well, then it's okay. Um, but um, I mean, it is sad um, because a lot of these people are, are pretty smart people. But it does remind me actually about a conversation I had with a group, I think three of these sort of the, the larger US uh, consultants uh, last year. And um, I think it was Adam uh, Duncan who said, you know, when we go in and if we explain to clients who are predominantly equity based what we believe the true allocation to trend following should be, you know, there's no chance that they're going to go for that number because they actually know and, and the cult, uh, consultants from all their analysis show that it needs to be a much bigger allocation than the five or the 10 percent. But they just won't get through with that. I just agree with that. I mean, I, I hear people say that they have 5% allocated to trend following programs, and it's hard to imagine how that is moving the needle in any way on a larger portfolio. So, I, you know, kind of like at a loss as to where those 5% come from. And I agree that, you know, if you really want to get the benefits from an allocation that, it, you know, must be larger than at least 20% to even uh, Get, get the positive impact on the portfolio that we want. And that has nothing to do with, you know, crisis alpha, whatever that crisis alpha thing is. I'm not sure um, what, what it is, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't connect trend-following CTAs with crisis alpha in any way. It's not the way that, that I trade or I think that we trade, just because of the fact that we're not trading those fast short-term systems um, which which I also don't want to trade because, well, I haven't found a way to really trade them in a profitable way. So it's just no way for me to um, provide that crisis protection, that that hedge uh, with the way that I trade. The the only thing that I can offer is, um, uh, yeah, the, the, the pain and the drawdown and, and follow the system and do the long the, the right thing in the long term. But I, I don't have a crisis hedge in, in any shape or form. And I don't think you get it with you don't get that with a 20% allocation to CTAs. Definitely don't get it with a 5% allocation. No, I mean, I think it's up to people like us uh, and, and hopefully others to change the narrative. I, 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 th I really think, as Jerry was saying, it's a narrative that started, you know, 30, 40 years ago and it just hasn't changed. Yeah. It used to be, um, we, uh, you would see in materials, here are the S&P's five biggest drawdowns. And then here's how CTAs performed during that period. Well, you know, it sort of changed to, well, on February the 5th, 2018, how did you, how could you possibly lose money? Why do I own you if right. you lost money as well? Not only did we lose money in stocks, we lost maybe even more, you know, percentage wise in currencies and commodities, let's say. So yeah. that's right. It's, it's the optimal portfolio. I, our friend um, Mike Dever sent out an email okay. six months ago, and the title of the email was uh, CTAs, the perfect hedge. And I mm -hmm. wrote back, um, Mike, the perfect hedge or the perfect portfolio? And he was like, oh, I'm so mad that I was so wimpy. And I, I'm, that's the truth. It's the perfect portfolio. Yeah. Um, you know, the best we can do with longs and shorts, currencies, commodities, interest rates. The, uh, tremendous diversification and risk control. So, yeah, it's really the perfect portfolio. But you're out there saying that when 
the industry and other people are saying, you're going to blow our 5 or 10% if you don't. It's going to be 0% if you try to strike out and do something that's actually the, the honest truth. Uh, yeah. I went to a something called the Evidence-Based Investing Conference in New York last year. And uh, as if all the rest of us are not evidence-based, it's kind of a little insulting uh, term that has sprouted up amongst the passive people. And Meb Faber got up on Meb Faber got up on the stage. He's sympathetic and a trend follower, true trend following, and a sort of a trend follower, I think. And he got up on stage, and they talked about this allocation uh, between um, traditional assets and CTAs. And he basically said, "Yeah, my analysis is that, that CTAs should be fifty percent of the allocation." <clears throat> and um, can you imagine if, if you were running the evidence-based investing conference, that right then you would have to stand up and say, stop right here. I've got, this is an incredible thing. It's either not true or it's the most incredible thing I've ever heard. And uh, that you're, you're telling all of us we should have 50% of our assets in, um, in CTAs. And uh, of course, no one said a word. It just passed on and... Uh, it was just left, and so uh, that's that's another way that that's another way that things uh, sort of play out. Is um, these things are never denounced as not being true; they're just right. ignored. Yeah, no, it's the same uh, thing about you know generally with white papers. I mean, there's never been a white paper to to basically uh, refute uh, what Lindner came up with all those years ago. I mean, so. But still, people choose um, to to ignore it, um, which is which is interesting. So we'll keep fighting for the five percent, but maybe one day we'll get to six, seven, eight, no, even ten. Who knows? Mm-hmm.